Today is Wednesday, October 23rd, and on today's episode of That's Some BS, we are back. We had a week off, but we are back, and we have college football to talk about, a lot to go over. We have big games, big upsets, and we're going to talk about that. NFL, Rock, we're getting teams that are going on. We have teams that are just trading, selling the farm. Uh, we have quick hits, and we also have a what the cluck. But first, before we get into it, we have a new sponsor. A first sponsor is called Drink Fibs. So Drink Fibs is from the country of South Africa. I went down there, you know, on assignment and came across this drink and I came across a brand ambassador for it. And she got me in contact and I told her, I was like, yo, I run a podcast. And she was like, well, great. We'd love to sponsor you guys. Fibs is a virgin gin and tonic, comes in two great flavors, which is the classic dry and the pink rosé and cucumber. While Fibs takes itself seriously as a healthy and guilt-free refreshment, we're all about having fun. A little white light never hurt anyone, especially when it tastes like the real thing. So whether you're pregnant or whether you just don't like drinking or you just don't want a hangover, this is the perfect drink for you. Fibs is sourced from reliable, earth-friendly suppliers and mixed together with pure mountain spring water. All ingredients are carefully chosen to perfectly suit the palate of most gin and tonic drinkers. And with two delectable flavors, Classic Dry and Rosé and Cucumber, there's a fib for every taste. They just won a huge, huge award at the Mercury's Award in Dubai International. If you guys ever find yourself in South Africa, go ahead and get yourself a fibs. All right, let's get into it. Uh, we're going to be underway here shortly. Please keep the seatbelts fastened as we climb out. We often get turbulence. Flight attendants, please be seated for Dude, it's been way too long. Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, Human error? What do we call it? Technical difficulties? Dude, we we went across international waters, and we had those podcasts going. But we come back, and of course, this freaking... We can't even keep it going in the homeland. No, because technical difficulties... And you know what we'll call it? We'll, call it, we'll just call it the bye week. Okay. Uh, yeah. That was okay. our bye week. So, okay. guys, like, we didn't lurch you guys. That was kind of our bad. But, yeah, we had a bye week last week. But here's what I'm thinking. Here's how we can probably make up for this. We can make up for it with a college football bowl special in December when those come out. Okay, like, okay. We'll just have a whole episode just, just dedicated. Pick, just going through bowls. Yes, pick them. So we could go through that. But, yo, college football is great. And we, me and you, a couple of our uh, BSer friends, had a great time enjoying the sights and sounds of Stillwater this weekend. Mm-hmm. What games did we watch? Well, Oregon and Washington. And I'm just going to start right there. You're, a pack, you're picking a Pac-12 game. Yeah, because I just want to go ahead Let's and lay go. it Let's go. You're back on it. Well, no. All right. I just want to say the Ducks are still alive. Last week, I really wasn't feeling them. And just all of the Pac-12 games don't really excite me. There's nothing like that gets me fired up about, yo, Pac-12. Like, Pac-12, there's a difference between Pac-12 and the Pac-12 after dark. It's like night and day. You can give me all the Pac-12 games that, that you don't want. Okay. And I'll eat them up. Okay, you have put fun. Them in, put them in my Halloween bag. This okay, year. you have fun with Colorado and Oregon I, State. I will. Great game. No, terrible. Yeah. Anyways, uh, they're my first winner of today. We're just going to go ahead and jump into the winners. Uh, Washington's a tough place to play, especially, you know, up there on the lake. But it was perfect because you're right there by the lake in what's Oregon's mascots, the Ducks. So it fits perfectly for them. And they went up there. And the, Justin Herbert did not look clean, but 
you go up there and you know every game's going to be perfect. And Washington defense is tough. Right. And so going up there, they're my first winners of the day. First winners? Winner. I have multiple winners. Or first champ. First champ. Okay. My first champ, Illinois. Yeah, let's just go ahead and break that down. Bro, check me if I'm out of line, but I feel like cuz we're about to get to week we're on week 9. We're we on only the, have we're 15, on the latter half. We only have 15 weeks. I feel like this hasn't been as chaotic. No. As as previous years. Well, it's just weird because there's only it's only like averaging like one big upset per week. But not re- like this so is last week this we is, had I think Georgia. is the biggest upset. Yes. Cuz this is a bigger upset than Georgia South Carolina. Illinois is a pop owner team. When was the last time you heard no offense, anything lovey. about the fighting Illini? Exactly. We, they were actually one of our chumps earlier this year because they lost. Like, they paid over a million bucks. Oh, to lose to a nobody? Yes. Dang. So they're a chump, but now they're now one they're of our champs. champs. It's, it's a week-to-week game, highs and lows, just like, I mean, we missed last week. We had a low with the, with the podcast, but yep. now we're back. Exactly. Back on our high. But, one, I mean, that transitions into one of my losers, which is Wisconsin. I feel like Wisconsin lost this more than the fighting line I wanted. Can Jonathan Taylor still win a Heisman Trophy with losing to Illinois? See, with so many great quarterbacks that are out there right now, Brock, I don't know if they can. You're telling me that he's going to get it over Jalen Hurts? It was a high hurdle to begin with. A QB's won this I, how many past years? See, but I feel like the win-loss record is tied more towards a quarterback than it is a running back. Like, as a running back, you can have 300 yards or 250 yards in a game, and still lose, and people will be like, yeah, he's still a Heisman candidate. But if you're a quarterback and you have 380 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception, people are like, well, he lost that game because that one interception. And so there's a lot more uh, leniency on a running back. But still, that's an ugly loss. I mean, the Badgers, they lost 24-23. to Biggest shock of the weekend. Badgers, I feel like Wisconsin always does this. You take it back to the week that we actually had an episode, you were about them. Remember, and I was like, I need to see more because they do this every year. They do. I mean, like they did it last year with BOIU, and I think this was a trap game. I think the players were looking forward to going to Ohio State. And they might have just cost themselves game day. But I think that's because Fox is actually going there. Game day is like, yo, we can't go there with Fox there because right. it's like the big Fox game of the week. Spe- you, you talking about Foxes, I want to talk about Cougars because my next champ, BYU, beating undefeated Boise State. We hadn't, we hadn't, I hadn't watched a lot of Boise State this year, but they were undefeated. And down goes another undefeated team. I'd rather watch Boise State than some Pac-12 game. They kind of, I put those in like the same category. The same cat. Okay. Mountain West. So the Cougs, man. I mean, that was big. I mean, you're, you're big on the state of Utah. Regardless. Am I? Of, yeah. I feel like you're kind of a closet Mormon. Really? Yeah. You okay. might be. Maybe like, I'll come out. Maybe un- maybe in your seventh life, you were a Mormon. We'll so see. maybe it's just peeking through. Stay tuned. Uh, but another winner of mine, I'm sorry, I got to do this, but uh, the Baylor Bears. Dude, they, you, you got to talk about them now. They just... 7-0? Dude, like, at first I was like, well, maybe it was one of those games where... Or one of those teams where they just played nobodies and they've kind of just been quiet underneath the radar. This is kind of their coming out party. Um, I they, don't want to I don't want to do this, but who have they really played? I mean, they played Oklahoma State. Is that a somebody this year? No, I mean, like... We'll wait and see because they got to. They eventually got to play Texas. They eventually got to play OU. I mean, they got to play some other hard hitting teams. They got to play Kansas at some point. But this is just a a feel good story of how fast Matt Rule was able to get the Bears on on the winning side of things. No, they're bowl eligible, homeboy. Yeah, no, they've been bowl eligible for the past two weeks. 
Yeah, Baylor is just kind of one of those teams that you're just like, they're quietly having success. And so you're just like, yeah, whatever, they're going to lose eventually, blah, blah, blah. But then like a game like this where they came in, and it was pretty close until the strip sack at the end. And then they, bro, after that, they just blew the doors open. Sick them this weekend for sure. But dude, yeah, the game between OU and Baylor, this used to be a really fun game to watch back when Baylor was really good. Mm-hmm. But now we might have that again With like, this what, year. With what, RG3 and Bryce Petty? Yes. Just absolutely shootouts. Mm-hmm. Now we might have this again, bro. We might have like a top 15 matchup if they stay undefeated. Baylor and OU. Unreal. Where is it What's at going this on year? this year? Do you have any idea? In Waco. In Waco. At Magnolia. Magnolia Farms? Yes. Hopefully the schooner schooner, the schooner doesn't schooner tip doesn't tip over at Magnolia Farms. Bro, that was hilarious. Was it? it There's I people lives on there, Sam. Bro, okay. So the girl who I, I thought was going to get smacked on the way down, she just like did a simple tuck and roll. She hit the bottom and she just rolled. I was, I was and glad they had to, to make see. that field soft because Jalen's playing. And so they're like, we can't make it too hard. And it clearly didn't affect his mood, though. No. And we had and we got another post-game workout. No, the thing about Jay, you probably asked Jalen about the, the schooner falling over. He probably, probably says, like, what's that? Yeah, he goes, I, I expected it. I saw it in my wisdom. Bro, like, I feel like he's a little too corny. Like, there's it's a point. Get, it's getting there now. I feel like there's a point where there's like, yo, this is a dog. But now he's just, like, relishing it and embracing it. He's taking it a little too far. Like, with these Instagram posts, like, after the game working out, I thought the first one was pretty dope. Like, I was like, yo, this is black and white. It's sick. If, like, another person posted that of him just working out, that's fine. But, but Zoe, Lonzo Ball said it best. He's never going to stop a workout to post a pic. Dude, that's a, right? bar, that's a bar right there. Right? Exactly. This, Bro, we've had like four weeks of this now. Like, we get it. You're on a mission. Revenge, the revenge tour. Right. I just don't. I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. I know yes. he's blasting out the water. I just think he's pretty corny. Another chump of mine is going to be Missouri. So Good grief. Missouri. Things get wild and get crazy in the Nash. Trust me, both you and I know this. Mm-hmm. But this is something we did not see coming at all. Missouri came in ranked and, you know, leading most, most, the SEC East. Yes. Most teams that come into the Nash are typically the ones that have the home field advantage. Uh, well, the doors uh, blew the doors open and beat the Tigers. Uh, and it's crazy because even though they can't play Missouri, that is. They can't play in the postseason this year. Like they're, they've been, they could have had like the driver's seat to win the East, but the Doors had other plans. And let's just go ahead and turn it over to, let's just turn it over to Coach Derek Mason. Questions about your job security all week long, and this team comes out and upsets a ranked Missouri team. What are you feeling right now? Well, first of all, you know, honor to God. You know, it's been a, it's been a rough patch, man. But I told my team this, and I want everybody to understand this. Okay. A lot of people want this job, so they think, but I'm the man that's built for this job. Every day, man, we grind. We grind. Don't question us. Don't question who we are, what we do, or how we play. We're Vanderbilt men. Commodore's Akron. Die! <laughs> so, I love that mentality. Don't question them. It's just the Nash mentality. Like, there's a lot of glitz. There's a lot of shine. There's a lot of country music going on. But you know what they do over on the west side of town in Vanderbilt? They grind. Look, great win. But he sold that really. Like, but when you're two and five and you've lost to the likes of UNLV okay, this year, but listen, hold on now. Listen, you got to take your wins when you can. I mean, look at look at other teams. Like, you think Arkansas Arkansas would kill for a win over a top 25 team right now. That's a whole different breed, he has though. To, he has to sell the program. 
Like how many what's times? He, what are you? What's he selling? He's selling that grind that occasional mentality. Win? He's selling that grind mentality, dude. Everybody's got that. No, for real. Yes, everybody does. Okay, but listen, how many times is he gonna get on national TV? Like as a Vanderbilt coach, like obviously, like all these coaches, like Nick Saban, they're gonna have their time. Like people are gonna come to them. He's not gonna have a lot of opportunities to speak into the camera. So he's got to sell his program when he can. And I think he did a great job. I mean, shoot, if I was a high school player, I mean, probably not that smart to get into Vanderbilt. But if I was a high school player, I'd consider Vanderbilt just because of Coach Mason. Okay. Uh, remember our Vanderbilt um, College World Series? Yeah. That, that was fun. Yeah, well, that's baseball. Anywho, my first jump for today, Texas. Even though they won last week, giving up 48 points to the Mad Hatter and only winning by two, Sam, uh, that's definitely something to worry about, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think this was kind of like a letdown week, especially because they just played OU last week, and I was kind of expecting like, hey, hey, we're Texas, we're back, we're going to blow the doors off Kansas. Well, like you said, the Mad Hatter had other plans. And Is this more on KU or more about Texas? This is more about KU. I feel like this is more about the resurgence of bringing you know, football back to the Jayhawk community. They came out guns a-blazing, and honestly, if it wasn't for a last-second field goal by Dicker, we'd be talking about how the biggest upset of the weekend was Kansas going down to Austin. I see Dicker the kicker shouldn't be needed, but look, what do you think? Ball eligible next year when we're still doing this? Absolutely. KU, yeah? Absolutely. Jayhawks, you guys got a good coach on hands, and I feel like the, the culture is changing. I feel like that's so hard to do now in college football is, as a head coach, it's not necessarily about wins and losses because your first couple of years, you're not going to get there. But it's all about changing the mindset and changing where the program is headed. And I think Les Miles is the perfect guy for KU right now. Mentality. Exactly. Speaking of mentality, you talking about this right now, I think it goes hand-in-hand hand with a guy like Mac Brown in North Carolina right now. Yeah. Huge commitment this past weekend. No, really, five-star commitment, not, not huge well, for already for North Carolina. I this think, isn't basketball yet. It's not basketball season. We're talking football recruit, Okay. I just want to know, like, you know the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Uh-huh. Like, I just want to know, like... But this is a dog that anyone would buy. Mac Brown, you, you're passing... If When you're walking through the pound and you see Mac Brown in the cage, you're not my question being gravitated is, will, towards that? My question is, would he be able to stay all my four years if I'm a recruit? Yes. That's the only thing. Like, I don't believe... The like, man I already be- tried, like, doing the whole analyst thing. He's like, bro, I just miss it too much. Exactly. This isn't just a one-year fix. This man's going to... This is home. Well, I know for a fact he didn't use his dancing skills to no, recruit this kid. True. That's true. Because Mac, Mac Brown, could use an upgrade. Yes. But how much can you do when you're a is he sep is he sixty or seventy? He's up there. But he he's is he one of your champs? Uh always, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you have any more chumps? No more chumps, bro. I just got a lot of champs this week. Dude, that's good. I mean that that's a good sign for college football when we got a lot of champs. Can I mention my two that I've I'm gonna keep doing every week? Yeah. SMU and Minnesota. It marches until, on. Until something happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. And marches on. Minnesota's still undefeated in the Big Ten. Yeah, so I had a couple quick hits. Uh, just sections that we can talk about for like real quick. Mm-hmm. We're not going to dive into. Mm-hmm. Uh, question, is Florida real? We've been battling this for forever. And I think if you asked this before we found out about Trask, I would say definitely not. But Trask is like... Bro, it's just, it's crazy. He didn't play in high school. It's insane. And, like, he has the most poise out there that I've seen in a while from any Florida quarterback. Now, given, you know, Felipe didn't give much poise, but 
Do you see what uh, Trask said about the end of the game? Mm-mm. He scored a touchdown at the end, and he put his finger up to his mouth and kind of hushed the crowd. Just like, and he said to the reporters, he did that for Felipe. Oh my goodness! Get out of here, dude. I mean, bro, we've said it before. This Florida, we're probably not talking about is Florida real ish. If what number is he? Three, thirteen? If Felipe's starting quarterback, it it ain't happening. That no. train's not moving. No. All right. So next one. Uh, so even though summer's over with, they're still slipping, sliding, going around. Uh, and that was all across the southeast last week uh, with the tropical storm rolling through, especially the one that really caught my eye was Georgia and Kentucky. Bro, that was that was a sloppy, sloppy game. They had those stupid LED lights that are flashing all over the place. You like this cause the just because the rain, just how no, piss I li- poor rain it was. Well, that, but I also like it because you just look at the stat lines and you're like, what happened when Jake from State Farm gets 39 passing yards, you're like, wait, that's probably on just on the first drive. No, that's the whole game. That caught me off guard big time. And it was 0-0 to like mid-third quarter. Dude, when it's raining 10 gallons per minute on you, I can understand. Yeah. But 39, me and you can do that like right now. Yo, question. Yo, hopefully answer. How do our Demon Deacons do? Yo, win. Barely, not pretty. But they won. Hey, it's a win's a win. Mm-hmm. I mean, ask Texas. Would you rather have lost an ugly game or won an ugly game? You win that ugly game. Escaped a two-point win against Florida State, and they shouldn't have won it. I don't know if you saw how it ended up. I didn't. But Florida State's got the ball, fourth quarter, clock's about to run out, and literally the quarterback just drops the ball. You want to talk about a program that's fallen off? FSU? FSU. Speaking of which, now that we're on this, we need to start talking about Urban Meyer rumors to Florida State because I heard, saw that. I've heard Urban. Why would he go from the Gatorland? The history, bro. To Seminoles. We have. Look, I think he's going to go more USC. If we've done He'd one go thing USC. good, if we've done one thing good on this podcast, Sam, it's literally identifying that the world somebody wants these old historic good teams to be good again. Yes. We sometimes you can't have that. Sometimes you have to live without that. Yeah. This is one of those situations. I just. I think that there's more of a chance of him going to... I mean, shoot, there's so many other schools that would, like, fire their current head coach. I think that Notre Dame would get Brian Kelly out of there to get uh, Urban Meyer in. Yep. No. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Definitely does not fit the culture. Are you joking? What culture? Bro! What are you... Tell me. Dude, bad things follow Urban everywhere he's gone. Correct? what, What happened to Utah? What... What are you talking about? What happened? I'm asking. Early on, his it doesn't matter. No, the past ho- head. Are you debating that? What? That trouble doesn't follow Urban Meyer because no. I would. I would do it. I would love for you to open that up right now. Do that. Come on. Okay. What happened to Florida, dude? National championships. One year. Tim Tebow. One year. He could have won more if he's wasn't an idiot. Really? Yeah. Now I think he won two. But he's just not a. He's, he won two. He's just not a good guy. And bad things follow him. He won so no, two Notre Dame's definitely not opening the Golden Your Gate to about Urban Meyer. No, you're an idiot because you don't know the history of Urban Meyer. Really? Really? He won two national championships. Okay. And he won another this, one not at, at Ohio Fl- State. He won two at Florida. Huh? He won two at Florida. He won two at Florida. Did he? I can guarantee you that. Fact check. Fact check. He won one the first year against Ohio State with Chris Leak and Tim Tebow. And then he won another one Can't in the you. Orange Bowl with Tim Tebow. Yeah. So, okay. but anyways, dose. this man has been outed because of all of the bad things that follow him. True or false? 
I mean, that's true or just, false? It's the most recent thing that you think of. True or false? It's it's the history of the thing. What you mean? It's not recent. It's get, the history. He didn't of the get thing. bounced from Florida, dude. He you not remember Florida. how he went out in he Florida? Le- he left Florida. Why? Health reasons. And, and then and then did what? And then got back into coaching. Uh huh. Health reasons. Uh huh. Sometimes you guys says I need to go spend time with my family. Let so, me go hop right back <laughs> into it. Yeah. So, what you mean? Sometimes what you, you mean? need to take like a bye week. What you mean? Sometimes you need to take like a bye week. You want to hire dudes that cover up like assistant coaches beating their wives? Whoa. I'm not. Is that what you wanted? Is that is that who you're advocating for? Well, okay. Here's the deal. I'm not gonna speak on this because I'm a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, and there's a lot of former players and current players that we have that have been under investigation for a lot of different stuff. Uh huh. So. I'm just going to stay out of that, but I can smart, tell you. Smart man. But when it comes down to X's and O's, Urban Meyer is one guy that can turn around a fr- football program. Anyways, that kind of went off and on leave a tangent. You, and leave you in years of turmoil. Correct. Yes. And anyways, I won that argument. Um, moving on. Uh, so our games of the week. I have three of them circled. Game day is going to Brookings, South Dakota for South Dakota State versus North Dakota State. So this is the random um, one that we got this week, Sam. Really? Yeah, really. So who... What is it this again? is this is the battle for the Dakota marker. Marker? You, you like rivalry games. You like rivalry trophies. Yes. This is it. It's literally like a rock. Just a rock. And they call it the Dakota marker. So what's the history of this? Like, that's it? Mm-hmm. This is, it's just a marker? Okay. Yep. Well, it's just, it's a rock. So who's favored in this game? I mean, North Dakota State literally hadn't lost since like, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah, but when they get outside the Fargo Dome, think crazier things can happen. And they last they last lost to South Dakota State. Ooh, they're seven and zero. South Dakota State six and one. But look, let me check it for you. Is this a revenge game? Let me check it for you. Their one loss, South Dakota's one loss, was to Minnesota, and they almost won that one. They lost by seven to the seven and zero Golden Gophers. All right. So who's Rocco going with? Rocco's going with the Bison. Man, it's too tough to go to go against them. No. Yeah. I feel like Rocco and like a Bison would be like a good mesh. Like you see how oh, they're just like the, pals. Yeah. Like. You see those cute animal videos of like, you know, goats and like penguins and they're like best friends or like some random animals. I feel like Rocco and a bison would be good close friends. Wait, bro. I, I just had a thought. Is There's a difference between bison and buffalo, correct? I think so. Okay. What the buffalo say to a son when he went off to college? Bison. Ah, good one. Anyways. I, w- I want to know why they're different. I want to, I should look that up. Okay. You look that up, and I'll talk about next week's game, too. Okay. Um, So, another game that I have circled next week. Okay, by the way, let's just get back into this. We kind of cut each other off, but Notre Dame and Michigan, I think this is going to be Michigan's funeral. The Irish are going to go up to Ann Arbor, and it's going to be the funeral for Michigan. They're holding on. They lost last week a close game, a tough one. It, It wasn't like the blowout we've seen before in the whiteout games at Penn State, but... Um, they had a chance to win, and this could be Harbaugh's funeral as we know it. I have uh, the Irish coming out in that one, and then going on to the other one, uh, OSU, Ohio State versus Wisconsin. And after Wisconsin's game last week, I think the last thing Ohio State wanted to see was the fighting Illini get a win because now you have a pissed-off, mean, focused Badger team coming into the horseshoe and I think this is going to be a whole lot better game than what it could have been had the Badgers not have lost. I think I'm going to have to go with Justin Fields and the Buckeyes. They, Justin Fields is another guy, like another Heisman candidate that like... Been quiet? It's been so quiet. They've been so good. Like they beat Northwestern last week like 52-3. to three. 
usually like there's signs of slowing down, but literally for both Jalen and Justin, JJ, mm-hmm. like the train doesn't seem to have brakes for both of those guys. No, those guys haven't struggled. They haven't had close calls. Like they're just they're rolling. Exactly. All right. So finally, my last game that I'm excited about is the top ten matchup in Death Valley. And it seems like LSU is like in this this kind of game every single week now, where literally like every week it's just hey a top ten matchup in Baton Rouge, like I bet the people down in Louisiana are going nuts for this. But anyways, this is this game really isn't more about the opponents but more about the players because little Bo Nix got a little confident last week against Arkansas, fifty one to ten or fifty two to ten win. Does he mess around here? Uh, well, Bo Nix had a quote. Have you seen? Have you heard about this yet? Mm mm. So Bo Nix, uh, they asked him on what he thinks it's going to be like playing in Death Valley. And he probably came up with the worst response ever for a freshman quarterback. I played in the biggest game of the opening weekend in front of 100,000 people. So I don't really think that this stage, implying Death Valley, is really anything special. Bro, they are going to be coming for him. Can you believe he said that? Do you think he means that? Or do you think he's trying to stir the pot? No, I honestly think that he means that. He's like, yo, 100 I think it's more of him just kind of talking himself out of how big this game is instead of, like, talking down LSU. I think he's just like, oh, man, I've, I've played in big stadiums before. It's not going to be any big deal. But, like, I think LSU people are going to run with this. Yeah, because if you give me the choice on what's what's a tougher matchup to go into Jerry Jerry's world and play Oregon or to go into Death Valley and play LSU, anyone in their right mind that knows what they're talking about picking LSU. Absolutely. Because who would want to go play a Pac-12 team? Nobody. But here we go. Going back to it. All right. You ready for this? You ready for this difference? Yes. Okay. The biggest one, buffaloes are often raised for meat, dairy, and other working purposes. Whereas bison are never used as meat, but much used in bullfights. Bullfights? Where where can we go just watch? Like, Can we just watch? We need a buffalo bison like expert chart. Like, yeah. We'll get a veterinarian on or something like we that. We need something. So, Brock, anything else from this past week of college football? No. All right. So, moving on to the NFL. And we could sit down and talk about every single game, but what we're going to do is we're just going to go through quick hits. So, yeah. basically, I'll just have subjects, and we'll talk about it real quick, um, and then we'll move on. Cool. Uh, Patrick Mahomes dislocated his knee. Everything's going to be fine. It's fine. We're going to be fine. We, as in the Kansas City Chiefs, um, Rick Burkholder, the team's athletic trainer, came out and said that it was probably the most ideal situation that you could ever have, like dislocating your knee, which is kind of like a... How is this ideal? Like, there's no ligament damage, like, not that much damage done. Okay, so this is best-case scenario. He's like Iron Man. No, he's best-case scenario. Yes. Okay. But... Andy Reid hasn't ruled him out to play this week. Now, I don't think he's going to play. I think it's just a, a strategy ploy to get the Packers to think, oh, Patrick Mahomes might play. No, he's not going to play. But I'm just happy that we didn't lose him for the year. And if anything, this is going to be great because he's going to heal up that nagging ankle of his. But really, this week is going to be, I wish that Pat was playing. If he's out for three weeks, does KC win the next three games? I say... I say we go one and two. Beating. I say we lose to the Packers. I say we beat the Vikings. And then I say we somehow, we're going to somehow lose to the Titans. 
Because the Titans are literally just a wild card. Like you, you flip a coin, and you're like, hey, and just the Titans with, won. And hey, just with Titans how much won. you've been disrespecting Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, I just know that's coming. But regardless whether we go 3-0 and or 0-3, I still feel confident. I still feel confident about where this team's headed. Um, and a healthy Patrick Mahomes is what we need late in the year. Um, and I've already kind of given up that hope that we're going to get that one seed after what happened last night in the debacle in the Meadowlands on Monday Night Football with the Patriots. But anyways, uh, we're going to be fine. So moving on, another big name on the move. By the way, this is the time of year that like, I don't, I don't know if this is just a new thing in the NFL where if you know you're, you're sucking, you just trade your best player for picks. Like, I don't, has this been a thing? Or is this like something I've missed? Mm. Where like if you're a really bad team, you sell you, your best player. You need something to be hopeful about, to be optimistic about. You need good things happening. Well, and it's the perfect thing for GMs to do because if you just go the rest of the year, then you just have pissed off players and you're not getting better. But at least if you get picks, you can flip it around. You can say, hey, we got these picks. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to draft some good players. And it's just like extending their job. So who are you talking about? Huh? So who are you talking about? Uh, I'm probably going to be talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Tom Coughlin traded two, or he received two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick for Jalen Ramsey. And the thing that sucks if you're the Rams, great, you get Jalen Ramsey, all-world talent. But you trade the farm to get him, and then you also got to give him a new contract deal. When it seems like, I don't know how they keep doing this, but how does L.A. keep pulling like first-round picks out of their butt? They just... Because it seems like they're always that team that's like, oh, we're sell- we're sold in on this year. I feel like the Rams, ever since the RG3 trade, have just been sitting on first-round picks since then. Yes. Like, they've just been creating them and using them whenever they need. Yeah, I mean... Like, As they're, deplorables. They're literally the team that's just like, yeah, like around week four, we're like, yeah, we're, sell- we're sold in on the season. Because, like, their whole team, it just feels like they're a whole comprised of mercenaries where they just come together for one year and then rock it. Jalen Hurts. Exactly. But it's, um, anyways, moving on to another one. Our Buffalo Bills got another dub. Uh, it wasn't as pretty as a dub as I was going to, I was, I like to see, but it's the NFL and getting a win is a win. Fitzmagic ran out towards the end. But, um, if you would have told, if you would say through seven weeks of the NFL that Buffalo is sitting five and one and second in the AFC, I'd say turn off your Madden. Console, who would get real? Right, exactly. Yeah, because in reality, no way. No, I mean, but here we are. Things are getting nuts up in Orchard Park, New York. Here we are. Yeah. So, Buffalo Bills get another win. Lamar Jackson's real. He could seriously win the MVP. I really do think that he really could, because not any, not anybody could go up to Seattle and just get a huge win like that. And it was funny because a couple weeks ago, or even last week, people were saying, oh, Russell Wilson, MVP. Where did he... He was at home. Where did he go? I'm going to give the MVP to Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Dude, I've talked about it every week. He's not the MVP. Bro, he's literally gone 5-0. and He's not the MVP. He's... Yeah, clearly. It's but, a, bro, how many teams do you think are going to contact New Orleans about maybe getting him that could use somebody? What, in the middle of the year? Mm-hmm. I mean, what teams are out or there? Even in the, or even in the offseason. What teams are out there right now are, like, just missing one quarterback, like, that one piece of quarterback, and then they're set. 
I know I, don't, I, don't, I have one team in mind. Who? Chicago Bears. Okay. If, if they get a switch at quarterback and they get a guy that they can feel somewhat confident in more than Mitch Trubisky, I feel like that they're a team where one move could just re-energize their franchise because they have a great defense. They're, you're not going anywhere with Mitch. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is they traded up to get Mitch and pass on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I could kind of see that. I kind of like that. Chicago, I kind of like... I mean, because literally they, they have weapons on offense. Tariq Cohen, Allen Robinson. I mean, they got dudes. They just don't have a quarterback that can get the ball to them. Because I'll be the first to confess, bro. I remember I said once Drew went out that I thought the best they were going to do was three and three. Yeah, five and zero. Oh. Well, along with everybody else, like you weren't wrong on that. I mean, like everybody in the NFL world was not predicting them to go five and zero. Oh. But uh, going back to Lamar Jackson, I think he could seriously win MVP. He's a phenomenal player, a great runner, and surprisingly a great passer this year. And I really love how the Ravens have sold in; they're all in on him. And he's a great kid, too. I was going to say, I think Lamar is a guy that everybody can root for. Exactly. Exactly. Um, another thing, Chargers are done. They're done. Dunzo. Dunzo. That, that. It's almost like a signature thing with the Chargers losing in that like 3 to 4 o'clock hour in the afternoon. Like You just see Phillip Rivers. I see Phillip Rivers at the old Oakland baseball field losing. Yeah. At at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's like the image that comes to your head. Bro, but see, that goes against what uh, what a lot of people came... A lot of people like the Chargers this year to make some noise. Yeah. Not uh, happening. It's just... It's it's one of those years because there's always those teams where every single year they have a hot year and then they come back and everybody's like, oh, Super Bowl bound, here we go. And they just fall flat on their face. Kind of like the, the, the Falcons this year. Bro, the Falcons are terrible. Falcons are done too. Yep. These I quarterbacks mean, are getting old, bro. They traded... Muhammad Sanu to the Patriots, and it's so frustrating because the Patriots just get another weapon, and they're they're gonna have the one seed, and it's gonna they're take a, seven and zero. It's gonna take a modern day miracle. Like I'm a Chiefs fan, but I'm being real. Like it's gonna take a modern day miracle for Patrick and the boys to go up there and get a win, assuming they make it that far. Uh, the game of the week this week, I'm picking it to be the Texans and the Raiders. So this is a game where we find out. How good, I mean, we already know how good Deshaun Watson is. I saw it firsthand, how good he is. But I want to see how real the Raiders are. They they had some momentum, got it crushed last week, but they were so they were a couple plays off. They were right there from being in the game with the Packers. I talked to Chief. I saw Chief this past weekend, actually. Um, and Chiefs is actually rolling with uh, J.J. Watt and the Texans. He thinks at home um, the Raiders are going to be fatigued because, bro, they haven't. Remember whenever Patrick Mahomes had that that four touchdown second quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the last time they had a game at home. That was a long time ago. And they won't have another home game till uh November third. And the the jury's still kinda out on Oakland, yeah. Yeah. I mean they have a great running back. Great running game. But I I do like it's I was talking to my dad about it. The NFL is better whenever you have historical power. It's just like college football. When the historical powers are good, everything, the ratings, everything's up. It's not true. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't buy into that. Really? I just, I don't know why. So do you think? I like it when people come up. I like it when you are surprised by people. I like it when there's a new quote unquote historical power. Kansas City. Yeah. Looks like they're going to be around for. And another thing is that my dad kind of brought up too. We were talking about Patrick Mahomes and like his pull on the league. Like, when Ben Roethlisberger go, went down, like, everybody's like, oh, okay, all right, feel bad for Ben. But, like, whenever Patrick went down, like, it, I don't know, it might just be because I'm a Chiefs fan, 
But I feel like probably I feel like everybody in the league was kind of like taken aback, like oh gosh, like because he's the next big star, and you don't want to see like another RG three situation where he gets hurt, he's just never the same again. But I think he's going to be all right. So that was our NFL for the week. But before we move on to a what the cluck, welcome back to to the NBA. The NBA is back. Yo yo yo. We have the Pelicans and the Raptors. Pelicans without Zion Williamson, RIP. Um, and then the Raptors with Kyle Lowry. It's going to be a weird game because, like, who's going to be It's going to be a forget the game. It's going to be a weird season. For what? The Raptors? For, for the NBA. I know because it's the first year, like, as ex- this is, gives us something to talk about. Like, we don't have a team that's going to be a full-fledged winner. Like, we're going to have parity in the NBA. We're going to have teams that are, like, once good, not good, also known as Oklahoma City. Uh, we have duo like this is the year of the duos, like the years of twos. LeBron, AD, quick on the spot doesn't count. Not a lot of pull. Who wins the finals? Clippers. Okay, Clippers. Cool. It's easy. Clippers over. We'll go seventy sixers. Okay, I can get down with that pick. Here's another question: Does Memphis make the playoffs? Memphis? Who? Okay, who finishes higher, Memphis or Oklahoma City? Memphis. Yeah, because I feel like Oklahoma City trades away Chris Paul at some point this year. Memphis. And then with your little pick, I'm going to throw in, bro, I like Denver. I think Denver could. I almost thought about asking you if you wanted to pick the one through eight playoff seeds tonight. No, because that would be just totally wrong. We Well, that, that would be funny to watch, though. Yeah, that would be wrong, and it would take us about another 30 minutes, and I don't want to edit all that out. Right. Also, World Series. This week's just awesome. Sports everywhere. Exactly. Like, remember when we were doing this in the summer and we were like, uh, we have nothing to talk about. Little League World Series, a hot dog eating contest. Yep. Uh, here's a list. No, we actually have stuff to Oscar talk about. Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Yeah, exactly. So now we have the Nationals and Astros. Okay, that was the World should Series. Wait, we, okay, we should kind of do this, do a thing. Every baseball or softball thing, because we did it for women college softball. Yeah. We need to do like, we need to have picks because we need to have picks for baseball. Okay. So who do you like? Um, I'll take the vice versa. I'll give the pick to you and I'll root for the other team. Okay. I'm going to go Nationals. Okay. H-Town. Just because like, Nationals haven't won a title. Okay. Um, DC could use one. Use a pick-me-up positive. Well, it's weird because other than the Redskins, they're actually not that bad. The right. Mi- and the yeah, Mystic, and other than the, Congress being in you know yeah. DC and everyone hates Congress. Well, hey, we haven't done honestly not that bad in a while. Uh-huh. Honestly, not that bad. Congress? Well, I was gonna say DC, but yeah, oh. Congress. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go with the Nationals. Cool. But moving on to our final segment, and it is going to be what the cluck. So this one, Brock, we're gonna take you to uh, some high school football. Okay. Um, and this is a little bit longer of a story, but here's the here's the title: High school cancels football season. Like, not suspends for a game, but cancels. They also fired every single coach. After a suspended player suits up with a different identity. So a St. Louis high school has canceled the rest of their football season and fired every coach on staff after a suspended player wore a different number and participated in the game. Cardinal Ritter College Prep, which was an undefeated 7-0, suspended the rest of their season after junior running back Bill Jackson was found to have played in their season opener even though he was only supposed to be serving a one-game Suspension. Bro, what are you doing? One game. Oh. Let the JV kids get some reps. Dog. The running back was given the suspension after being ejected from last year's title game, but the team found a way to disguise Jackson, or so they thought. 
Instead of wearing his normal number four jersey, he wore a number 24 and went under a freshman named as Marvin Burks. It was- How do you feel if you're Marvin? If you're the kid that they take the name from? That's sad, bro. It was Jackson's tattoos that ended up giving it away. Ooh. Jackson, as well as head coach Brandon Gregory, both went along with the lie that the junior didn't play, despite him actually putting up 109 yards on the ground and scoring a 56-yard touchdown in the 32-21 win. Gregory told the Post-Dispatch that the imaginary freshman Burks earned the start, and that was <laughs> his time start. to play. Jackson also put on his acting skills to, t- to the test, telling the newspaper that watching last week, it wasn't fun at all. It gave me a spark. As a result of the incident in most recent game, Cardinal Ritter's uh, school president, uh, Armstead, decided to void the entire season. The school also announced that every person on the coaching staff has been permanently fired. Uh, so we have a lot going on. We're not done yet. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Gregory said after the news was made public that a mistake was made along the way. Okay. He also said that he did not know Jackson should have been suspended for a game. He also goes on to say, that's kind of my wrongdoing of not knowing the rules and that he shouldn't, he should, shouldn't have sat out that jamboree. He should have sat out the next week. So that's what happened. As for the coach's defense of Jackson wearing a different player, or as for the coach's defense of Jackson wearing a different jersey, Gregory said, that's the thing our kids do on the regular basis, you know? They try and change jersey numbers and sometimes don't let us know. That, uh, that still doesn't explain Jackson being listed as a freshman with a fake name. So, Brock, this is probably the most interesting what the cluck story we've had all year. Where, do you, all even, where do you even begin? Well, my favorite thing was the one at the end where he's just like, yeah, kids just kids trade, do jersey, that? trade jersey numbers all the time. No one does that. No, like, that's a personal thing that, like, every player, like, they have, like, a there's a special bond or relationship with a kid and their jersey number. Like, whether it was given to them or whether they picked it, like, there's a bond between that. So I don't, like, please find me the locker room where the guys are like, hey, bro, you want to be 23 this week? I'll be 12. That doesn't happen. No, jersey jersey number means a lot. A lot, a lot. I remember, Sam, for um, looking at colleges and potential options to go play in college, I remember having the option to pick my number was big for me. Really? Really. It was that big. It was big for me. Well, it's okay. a big pull. So what number were you again? Because you just, that's you. Yeah. Like, you identify with that. What was your number again? Five. Why did you pick five? For probably one of the greatest college linebackers to play the game. Yes. Man, I love him and his girlfriend. They're they're super sweet. I love how good he was at football. Yeah. Well, I like off-the-field stuff, too. But uh, I'm all about the on-field stuff. You can save the BS drama for save some That's some BS drama. Yeah. But, yeah, like, imagine you got all the way this far. But the tattoos are the things that gave it away. Should have worn sleeves. It's yes. It's late. It's mid to late October. St. Louis. I know it's. You can wear sleeves. It gets pretty hot in the St. Louis. It's it's warmer than here. Not here, but I mean, like I'm just saying, it's, it gets pretty hot. But but I think it's colder because it's more north. It's not that far much north. It's colder than here. Okay. Anyways. So sleeves, Under Armour makes them, Nike makes them, even BCG has long sleeves, bud. Imagine just like the whole entire, like, this is different than just one player getting suspended and then they suspend the rest of the season. Like, bro, they, they can't, they they canceled everything. Wonder Fired if, everybody. Clean house. I wonder if this kid has college offers, if he's like that important. I don't like know. Like if he's a big time recruit. But, but yeah, 
it sounded like they didn't even need him in that first game. Like, these coaches know, like, they're like, oh, you shouldn't have sat him in the jamboree. You should have sat him the first game. You guys knew what you were doing when you signed him up. Like, how do you go the next week and people don't know, hey, where's that Marvin guy? Where's that Marvin guy again? And, bro, one week? Y'all couldn't have made it one week? No. He he has an offer from Southern Miss. He does? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they pulled that. <laughs> I wonder... I wonder if Southern Miss knows that they offered Bill Jackson and Mar- dude, Marvin Dude, two Burks. for one. Yeah. But, dude, that was, that's probably my favorite what the clock story we've had so far. That's ridiculous. And that was sent in from one of our listeners. That's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Shout out to whoever that is. But, Brock, is there anything else you want to go over, man? Nah, man, it's been good. It's just been good to be back at the table with you grinding on some episodes, man. Dude, and this was a lot of fun, guys. I mean, um, like I said, we're going to make up for the last episode. It's like the Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, the podcast of the Lost Episode. The Lost Files. Yeah, the X-Files. Yes. Anything else you want to say? No! Okay. Yes, me. <laughs> All right, man. Well, anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we're on social media. Hit us up on there. And we'll catch you on the flip. Deuces. We enjoyed having you on board this morning. I appreciate your business. We'll fly with you again in the future. Five minutes.